0: On this week's episode of The Pool, we're back. We wrap up 2016, the year of the Reaper, in a big bad way. All that and more. John, roll it.
1: You know, uh, really, uh,. Man, it's bummed talking about it now that I say it out loud. But uh, fucking sad news today. Um, yeah, man.
0: Yeah. What a, what a way to start the episode.
1: <laughs> I know it stinks that we got to start it this way, but it's like you kind of want to get it out of the way because you don't want it to like hang over right. you the whole time. Right. Um, but uh, for those of you that uh, haven't kept up with the news or don't have a computer or a smartphone, uh, miss carrie fisher uh the great princess leia and so many other things uh especially a strong figure for women in acting and entertainment in general uh passed away today from uh, complications of a heart attack that she had last week um so i know individually definitely my condolences to her there to her her family um you know and everybody's saying the things like may the force be with you and things like that and you know, as contrived as it's become already over the past almost week now since she was landed herself in the hospital. Um, you know, I, I, I second that sentiment. It seems like the best and most fitting way to uh, say goodbye to Carrie Fisher. Um, yeah. yeah. And God I just sweet. got... Yeah, for real. And, and I just got Star Wars Force Awakens, like, special edition for Christmas. And now I'm just – I was like, when am I going to watch this? Now I'm like – No, don't wanna nah, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> no, no, I do. It's like I want to watch it more now. I'm like, I got to yeah. fucking see her one last time. But, um, yeah. yeah, so that happened. I'd, uh, I will,
0: I mean, I'd imagine she's going
1: to be in the next episode.
0: They're all done filming and whatnot. So, I mean, maybe we'll yeah. get one more
1: one – Yeah, more TMZ, but... t- t-m-z kind of jumped <laughs> – kind of insensitive insensitively even though a lot of nerds had it in the back of their minds i'm sure but insensitively just a few hours later we like uh it won't affect episode 8 that she passed away and i'm just like man y'all couldn't wait a day like <laughs> right I, you know the back <laughs> of, of my mind TMZ. i'm curious yeah but i just would have you rather waited uh, like a day but um you know and and that kind of raises some questions in my mind of some things that I thought might happen in episode eight anyway. Cause I, I kind of suspected that her character might go away after episode eight. Um, just cause I don't know, it would be sentimental to see her go after Han went. Right. Um, and they kind of hinted at the fact that they're going to, um,
0: they're going to start to maybe weed out some of the, uh, older saga characters, you know, the, yeah. the, the originals, uh, that way, they can kind of, you know, you know, set set the bar going forward to these characters that we're gonna be, you know, living with, however many movies they make. But
1: yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, yeah but um, we'll go, we'll go ahead and move on to her, past that. But uh, just our condolences once again to uh, all of her family. For sure, for sure. But back in the saddle, John, officially back. Yeah, we are back. Ayo.
0: Um, <laughs> took a little bit of a break for the holidays and whatnot yeah. how was your uh, how was your Christmas I know you were in Ohio
1: with the fam um for like three quarters of the time it was fucking cold man like <laughs> I was at the Bengals game last Sunday and uh I was I was painfully cold like it was so cold outside right. that hot hands weren't hot and, and, like, I was trying to sit so close to the fire that after a few hours of being there, I went reached down to my boots to tie my shoes because they felt loose. And I had burnt a shoelace off in half because um, I was too close to the fire and didn't realize it. Um, so my dad was like, oh, yeah, well, there it is. And it was freaking, like, glued to the side of the fire pit. Um, so I had to go buy some new shoelaces. But it was cold. It was good, though. Christmas was great. Um, you know, I had some weird uh, – talking about health things with Carrie Fisher and stuff. I had some weird health things going on in my family. Um, you know, and I had to send some prayers out and stuff and say some goodbyes. But uh, other than that, it, it, for as far as immediate family goes it, there in Cincinnati, everything was good. And there was gifts that people weren't expecting that they got. And then I got just about everything I – had asked for. And at this age, I don't really expect for that to happen, but I was pleasantly surprised. Um, to the point where like, I I don't really ask for a lot, but I didn't realize that what I was going to ask for this year, everything was going to be so heavy. Um, so I had went up to Ohio with one suitcase and my mom had to give me another to come back because, um, Delta airlines, uh, you know, and, and screw Delta airlines, not just for this, (laughs) but for many things. But, um,
0: they put a weight limit, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, most airlines do, but like this, this is weird. This is really peculiar. If your bag goes over 50 pounds, it's $100. Or you can just have a second suitcase and pay $35 more for yeah, that suitcase. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That happened to me on the way back from New York or, uh, earlier this year. Uh, same thing. I was like, "This makes literally no sense." Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you want me to take up how more
1: room in your plane? Like, that's freaking weird. Yeah, I don't understand the logistics or how they're making money there. But um,
0: hey, if it, w- it worked out for you though. Yeah, in this case, I mean, right? You know, so
1: I got a bunch of heavy volumes of comic book collections. So that was hell yeah. Was my Christmas basement. But that's all. But, uh, that's yeah, all it was good. good. How was uh, how was Florida? I know it was a much warmer uh, environment down here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, it was it was Florida
0: Christmas with my family, dude, is insane. (laughs) I don't know how else to describe it, but anybody that's listened to the show, uh, you know, has has heard the persona of my parents. uh, So just imagine that, um, you know, with the with all of the holiday craziness on top of it. So it's magnified about like tenfold. And so um, his mom has the biggest Christmas village of all time literally the biggest <laughs> I mean she she should start like charging admission to like to view that thing I think she could legit make money off of that dude cause it's like a, it belongs in a museum like straight up dude like I'm not kidding dude she could legit charge admission in the but, future like uh,
1: museums are gonna have like Coca-Cola cans with Santa Claus and then your mom's village next to them <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's funny dude is like me and
0: uh, me and Keith my brother we always like we go there and we always fuck with like the uh the people in her village like we'll <laughs> do like some messed up stuff like we'll take the priest and like little boys from the village and hide them behind the church like they're <laughs> up to no good and like <laughs> hang people from trees and whatnot it's like <laughs> it's crazy dude uh <laughs> so we'll do funny stuff like that put the snowman in the fire she gets all pissed off what the hell are you doing <laughs> you know starts, starts doing my mom thing but uh but yeah uh, overall it was it was great man another christmas in the books um uh you know spent most of the holidays driving back and forth between my parents house and ashley's and uh overall though it was nice it was kind of sucked um going back to work um you know yesterday but that's that's how it goes right yeah but um let's uh let's kind of get into it a little bit let's get into some news and then uh this is going to be our last episode of 2016 because believe it or not ready or not uh 2017 is this weekend man hey it's uh it's pretty crazy crazy to think but i'm kind of excited i'm I'm excited mainly for this podcast in 2017 just to see where it goes man yeah man i think uh i think we got some 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 things in the works yeah but uh but, on to the episode, so speaking of Carrie Fisher, Star Wars, while we're on the topic, um we kind of missed the boat due to life um but Rogue one happened uh still happening, still dominating the box office basically yeah um, I saw it, you saw it, I know uh, how many times have you seen it uh, just the one yeah, yeah, me too i I well actually get I was supposed to see it uh Christmas Eve, and um Due to you know family and you need to be here at a certain time and all that nonsense. Uh, uh, me and James didn't get to go see it, so I I had already bought tickets and everything, so I've got like a credit on my account. So I'm gonna go see it again. Um, but yeah, I saw it. Uh, what are your
1: What are your overall thoughts? What did you What you think, real quick? Um, liked it a lot. Didn't love it. Um, I'm with so you. So more than uh, more I, than just good, but not quite love. Yeah,
0: I think I think that probably sums it up best. There, it wasn't, it was a, f- it was a flawed movie um, in, in some aspects for me, um, but in terms of a Star Wars movie, it was kind of exactly what I wanted in a way. Um, but from just a filmmaking standpoint, there were some some slight flaws in it. But yeah. I enjoyed it. I mean, I walked out of there, I had fun. Unpopular um, opinion. It felt like from me. It it.
1: it is unpopular. Well, oh, I was going to say uh, sorry uh, I was going to no, say no, you're good. uh you're unpopular good. opinion I know that I have is that I still liked episode 7 more than Rogue One. I agree. Uh I did as well.
0: Uh, because and as I mentioned in the past episodes, like I constantly kind of go back to um Force Awakens. I don't know that I would do that with Rogue One yeah. personally. Um but I mean, it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong. I just thought personally um, there wasn't a whole hell of a lot of character development for those um, for those characters. Uh, kind of fell flat a little bit in ter- in that aspect. But I get it. I mean, you've got a lot of characters to balance, yeah. and you didn't really need to get to know these characters all that well because you knew it was a suicide mission, yeah. anyways. Yeah. Right? Spoiler alert they all die yeah. so i know we kind of talked about how many we thought were gonna die all of them so i think we both missed uh yeah. missed that but um overall it was good i thought out of all the characters i liked riz Ahmed's character um probably the most alongside um what's his name danny what danny uh, Yen. Asian guy. danny and danny Yen. danny Donnie Yen. Yen. Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. that's it that's it Uh, he was, you know, sick. I think that seems to be the consensus of everyone's
1: favorite character. Um, Um, Uh, K2SO was probably mine.
0: Really, really. He was good, too. He was good, too. Um, But in the back of my mind, I couldn't help but think he's only likable and he's only this way. He only has these character traits because he was forced to have these character traits, you know, because he was hacked. I mean, he's not, he's not a rebel droid. He's, you know, an imperial droid. Yeah. But uh, so it's kind of like, well, is he really like this? Or is it, you know, I, I, I don't know. But I, I liked him. I liked the movie as a whole. Uh, I thought, um, I thought that maybe, uh, I don't know. I saw it in 3D. Uh uh-huh. um, And I don't know if you did or not. Did you nah, see it in regular? I 3D? saw it in regular. I really wish I saw it in regular. And the second time I was going to see it, I was going to see it in regular because, dude, <sighs> Tarkin just looked busted to me dude i don't i feel like the 3d was kind of pulling him out a little bit and just standing out like a sore thumb um so i don't know how he looked in regular did he Um, did he kind of look regular to you or
1: you know he's still my biggest pet peeve of the movie um but as he seems to be with most people um and the thing is is like at first, it didn't look that bad, but then they started bringing him out of the shadows, and when that happened, it was like <laughs> he's like a main ah, character, dude. Man, this is fucking cutscene from Battlefront. Um, right, <laughs> it, like it's good graphics, but it doesn't look like a real person. Um, and interestingly
0: enough, like since you brought it up, the movie kind of felt like a video. Oh, game Oh yeah, to it me. was the best video you know game I mean?
1: adaptation there's ever been. We'll put it that way. <laughs>
0: We got to go here, we got to do this. We got to go here, we got to do this. Now we have to take down the shields and defeat the boss. Yeah. Like it was a straight up video it, game. And
1: then the war was like playing Battlefront. It was it was a video game. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Um but overall, like I said, I I th- I thought it was solid.
0: I didn't I didn't love it. It was good though. Yeah. that's just my personal opinion. Take it or leave it. I know it's not a lot of people's opinion, but um you know, it is what it is. So uh I think today we got a new image from the upcoming uh Stephen King's It yeah. movie. Did you you caught a glance of that? Yeah, I sure did. Peeking in the sewers up to no good. Uh wise. Looks, looks kinda cool. Uh not really much to take from it other than he's probably really stanky and really dirty. I feel like that's like uh, the
1: opportune moment where he's like I don't know if you remember the original very much or anything i know you haven't read the book but like oh man when he's like we all float down here danny boy like one of the best (laughs) things ever and i feel like that's what that moment is yeah i mean it very well could be um
0: it looks he 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 kind of looks great dude because this is what like the second image we've seen of him um and i think i think the movie's gonna be pretty damn good i know not a lot of people are big on rebakes i know even my even myself, I'm not huge on it, but looks pretty. Um, it's got me intrigued. I mean, it's got to be so.
1: more because it's two movies still. I think um, it it's gonna be more. It's gonna be closer tied to the book, which would be like my biggest thing is making it closer to the book. And there's certain things that like back when you rewatched and they didn't age quite that well. In um, it, uh, when it gets to the climax of it that climax didn't age very well and a lot of people could forgive that but like for me it's like you know what like if we have better technology now and an opportunity to present more of the story to an audience that may not be familiar with it um then why not do it um so you know they got they got freaking a good actor playing pennywise um he looks cool and uh they got the main one of the main kids from stranger things playing one of the main kids in it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm cool with that. I feel like what's, what it's going to feel like for, for those that might be curious what they're in for, I, I think is it's going to feel kind of like an Amblin movie because I believe the first movie they're doing the kids back in, uh, oh, well, this is going to take place in like the eighties, I think versus the sixties or fifties, like the old book. Um, and so I think it's going to feel a lot like an almost like a Stranger Things type type movie. I think it's going to feel like because um, they were the epitome of the bicycle riding, hang out in the woods type kids. Um, so I think it's going to be at least the first one, a movie that almost young and old can enjoy. Um, but then the second movie, when they start following them as adults, I think that and it gets a lot more graphic Then I think that'll sort of divide the audience some, um, but in general. then it's on,
0: right? All hell breaks loose. Yeah,
1: shit goes, shit goes <laughs> south pretty quickly when they get older. Uh, pretty quick. But but I think that it'll be fun and scary and as if the world needed help being afraid of clowns again, thanks to 2016, <laughs> um, this movie will help boost We got them. it coming along. Yeah.
0: Perfect timing, Stephen King. Uh, we had another image come out. Uh, equally as scary a movie, in my personal opinion. Were you a fan growing up? I mean, you're just a couple years older than me, so this might this might be just out of your age range. But you ever read Captain Underpants growing up, dude?
1: I didn't, and it wasn't even out of my age range. I just didn't happen to read it.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I was
1: I was a huge
0: fan of this. So my mom would like you remember like the school book fairs yes, that used to have, like in elementary school. My mom would give me money every school book fair, and I would come back with Calvin and Hobbes comics and Captain Underpants hey, books. And she would get she would get so mad, dude! Like paving the way to a bright um, future, <laughs> right? Uh, thus, the birth of my love for comics and absurd content. Hence, Captain Underpants. But anyways, so they released an image. I had no idea they were even making this movie. I didn't either. That's um, what you
1: were getting at. There's a Captain Underpants movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the image? No, I didn't. Uh, Yeah, it's like full-on animated movie, Um. uh, so not live action. I kind of wish it was live action because that would have (laughs) been superb. Uh, I don't know how mainstream audiences would have took to, like, a fat middle-aged man with underpants on and the cape, but... Uh, but regardless, it's animated movies coming out. It's obviously directed towards oh, kids. Okay. But uh, I'm looking at I'm, it. I'm now. I'm intrigued. Like I'm gonna watch it. You know, it's not. It's probably not gonna be a good movie. But uh, you got me on board just because I I read the books when I was a kid. So it's a different. I think that's kind of what they're going for. It's a
1: different looking type of animation, and I'm always about. It that. is.
0: Yeah, it is. It's uh something something different about it. It kind of looks like flat, but at the same time has some depth to it it's kind of weird yeah um but it looks cool i like whatever i had no idea they were even making it so whatever um and then we had and speaking of things i had no idea i was reading this i, don't, I just remembered this actually did you have any idea that walton goggins was in the new tomb raider movie they're making
1: um only because i was looking at the imdb for it not too long ago
0: mm Okay,
1: because I had no,
0: I had no idea. There was like an interview with him. Uh, I think it was on Screen Rant, and he was uh, he was talking about what made him want to be in the uh, the villain or something, something to that effect. I didn't actually read the article. I just saw the headline. And I was like, oh shit, my dude, my dude's in Tomb Raider. I'm big Walter and Goggins fans, as we've expressed in the show. Yeah. but I thought that was kind of cool. I had no idea. Um, but John, we got. We got a couple trailers that came out just in the last week Bro, or so. You're telling me. Uh, <laughs> uh, two in particular I want to talk about. Uh, one, definitely intrigued my interest tenfold. Like, I'm, I'm on board. Looks scary as hell. Nah. Looks pretty great, right? Dude. Second one, absolutely absurd. Can't believe they're even making a movie about this going to be terrible, probably make about $20 at the box office. The first one that I'm super stoked on, The Emoji Movie.
1: Heck yeah. You seen it? Heck yeah. <laughs> Looks terrifying. God, dude.
0: Why are they making this movie, bro?
1: <laughs> Why are they? Did you see this trailer? Nah, dude. I'm not going to watch the trailer, I'm not going to watch the fucking movie. <laughs> Like, if I see that trailer, it's because someone attached it to a reel of Moana when I go see it. Like,
0: <laughs> Well, like, I just, I couldn't, it's one, it was a train wreck for me, dude. I couldn't look away. I was like, you know, because I didn't even watch, I refused to watch the damn Transformers trailer just because I knew that shit was going to be terrible. And then I had to watch it when I went to go see Rogue One. It was the first time I had seen it. And this one was a little bit different. I was like, all right, this is even this is to the point where it's so bad that I got to watch it. <laughs> it's oh my god, dude. It's the worst. It's so bad. I we I should probably just sp- stop spending time on it, but it's just it's it's going to be terrible. So we'll we'll go see it together. Yay. Uh so uh and then we got Alien Covenant, dude. Whew. This it just kind of blew me away a little bit. Like I was, I was like, "All right, really, kind of, you got me back on board." That was because, some real
1: Christmas right there, dog. Uh, yeah, and they dropped it. What Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, Christmas,
0: dude? Like, wow, what a. And I mean, it's kind of brilliant in a way because you think like Christmas Day. That's kind of an odd time to drop a trailer, but at the same time, what are people doing? Absolutely nothing. They're sitting at home with their families, waiting on dinner to cook or
1: whatever. Waiting for my episode eight trailer yeah
0: yeah scrolling through scrolling through facebook and they see this trailer pop up so it's kind of kind of good marketing scheme but um it looks it looks fucking dope dude what did you
1: what did you like about it dude like everything like i'm glad that they you know fassbender is back and i can't wait to see wait to see the explanation of that like is it a whole new droid but of the same line um or is it old the old droid that has somehow rebuilt a body for itself because he is biomechanical who knows um, maybe that's the twist maybe the whole movie we are seeing this new um, this new robot and then at the end or something he finds the head of the old one um, like that would be tight um, and downloads his information or something who knows that would be sick. Um, but aside from him, I'm glad that they went and got like this cast of mostly unknown people again, which is what they did for the last one. And, I mean, there were some faces you recognized like Idris Elba and stuff, but like no one that you sit at home and talk about on a regular basis. And they did the same thing here. Um, and I, and I like that with a sci-fi movie. Cause like, I want to, I want to be afraid of the thing that's on the ship and I want to be thinking about the character i don't want to think to myself the alien is gonna get brad pitt like all right i would well interestingly enough like and i thought i thought this was kind of
0: um i thought it was weird because obviously danny mcbride's in the movie and you see yeah. him a little bit and he's gonna be in a more in a serious role they said which is kind of cool i mean he can do serious he's crying like, in the trailer i, I think he's a He's, I think he's a great actor, dude. Like people, people don't give him enough credit, but I think they will after this movie for serious, um,
1: acting. But, uh, interestingly
0: enough, James Franco is in this movie and we didn't see him at all in the, in the trailer. Well, that,
1: I think there's, there's, I think there's going to be a twist reason for that. I think it's going to be a twist, um, because they didn't announce it till late that he was even going to be in it. Um. So I think there's a reason for them hiding that fact, and we'll find out whenever the movie comes out what that is. But yeah, it could be. I
0: don't, I don't even think about that. But is it just me, or is is Fassbender in like every movie that comes out, bro? Like, the dude was in like four movies in 2016. He's got three movies already coming out in 2017. Like, like damn, dude, he just goes from like one set to the next. I mean, just I didn't watch X Men this, this year
1: um neither did i i refused. i uh i didn't watch assassin's creed and i don't know that i will until it's in red box now that it's got really bad reviews uh it looks terrible um yeah, that, that wasn't gonna get my watch regardless and then well i was interested <laughs> Sorry, in watching bastard. it after they revealed that the scenes in spain back in the past were actually gonna be in spanish i was like you know that's a good like that's kind of cool. yeah that's good context i'll give it a shot for that reason but i heard but,
0: I heard, and this, uh, spoilers for those that care, but I heard, and you see him jump off the building just like in the game, uh, in the trailer. Yeah. Apparently, he doesn't land in a haystack, though.
1: The hell is that, dude? If he lands on his feet, like, I'm going to just take the movie back. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> like, what is he landing on? If he, I don't, what? I don't get it, man.
1: I don't know. maybe <laughs> That's he like gets... a
0: main thing in the game. That's what you that's what you do you jump off the building you see an eagle you land in a haystack like well i
1: mean in the game you're trying it's not to be, practical but yeah. it just in the game it, you're trying to be stealthy but what's a movie how well is a movie going to do where the guy's hiding the whole time i don't think people are going to be too yeah. excited by that um i don't know but but
0: yeah um but regardless he's a good actor I think, though,
1: so it, i'm not upset about it yeah
0: yeah yeah and i think uh I think alongside everyone else that's in Alien Covenant, uh, this movie's going to be great. It's got me on board. It looks more horror-based um and you know kind of not what Prometheus was, um but they definitely took some things from Prometheus which
1: um
0: just the overall aesthetic in a way kind of looks more Prometheus just with more blood. I've heard them um,
1: referring to this Xenomorph as a Neomorph. Um I don't know if that's the mm. internet's term for the like new Xenomorph, because um, Neo typically implies something new, um, right, but technically right. in the timeline, this is hundreds of years before we see the Xenomorph in Alien, um, right. so I don't know that calling it Neomorph is a chronologically correct uh, name for it. I don't know. That was yeah, that, that was, ner- that was some nerd up, shit but. that I had to go off on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll leave it at that. That's cool, man. <laughs> um, but I'm a big I'm a big fan of the original series. So I'm looking forward to this movie, but um anyways, that's all I got in terms of news. Sure. Uh, I want to kind of keep it brief cuz we got we got 2016 to wrap up, man, Yeah. and we're going to start a new tradition uh on the show of just some overall categories: our best of, our worst of, our um, 2016 wrap
1: up. We'll just call the it. The twist being, I right? know nothing of what he's about to ask me.
0: Exactly. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna uh, rattle off some categories. All right, um, that I have already written down. Um, we'll go through movies, we'll go through television, then we'll hit a couple other t- uh, topics. Um I just I wanna get your thoughts. I'll give you mine and we'll move on to the next category of uh of twenty sixteen. So we'll start with we'll, let's start with movies, all right. So I wanna know and of course, now granted, let's let's uh let's add a little disclosure here. These are our opinions. If you don't agree with them, that's fine, kick rocks. Uh but you it don't is agree what it is, me we're not saying bitch. Hey, come holler at us. See me in a screet though. Uh so it, it is what it is. It's just our thoughts. Um and again, John's kinda of thinking on the spot, so maybe he might change his mind later on, but so don't, you know, never uh, crucify him. But, you know, never. Uh anyways, all right, so I want to start off. Best movie you didn't expect to be good.
1: Oh man, best movie I didn't expect to be good. What was I surprised by? Um Okay, um, I'll say, and I've already talked about my feelings on this movie, so I won't go into it really, but um, Warcraft. Mm. Mm.
0: That's good.
1: I didn't necessarily
0: even think about that one because I haven't seen um, Warcraft. Now you kind of got me changing my mind a little bit, regardless of the fact that I haven't seen Uh it. (laughs) <laughs> like, like I'm almost tempted to, to say Warcraft
1: as well <laughs> yeah, That's hilarious
0: You know what, f- fuck it, I'm going to say Warcraft too He uh, just changed my answer And no I haven't even seen the solidarity. movie Solidarity yeah, Like, I just, I'll take your word for it Sounds like it was a good movie, so <laughs> I'm with you uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, most disappointing movie that you saw in
1: 2016? Oh Um most disappointing movie i saw in 2016 shit um i saw a string of some that weren't that good oh fuck fucking suicide squad
0: Mm. i had a i had a feeling you come out you come out with that because you kind of had some high expectations for that i mean as did i but i was i was kind of skeptical like nonetheless like i just um
1: I didn't even hate some of the things the elitists hated about it. Like, I didn't hate Jared Leto, but I just didn't think the movie was good at all. It just, I mean, it,
0: it wasn't. It just wasn't, dude. Like, <laughs> um, for me, the most disappointing movie, and although I like this movie to a degree, all right, so before we start getting hate letters and whatnot, uh, I just, i being a fanboy of the material, I had high expectations going into it, and it kind of let me down. Uh, was Batman vs Superman? I mean, like, I I enjoyed it. I know you enjoyed it uh, quite a bit more than I did. It's just like one of those things, man. That like, the more I think about it, it just the more it pisses me off, dude. Like, <laughs> I just I can't quite get over. It. And I I told you I even went out and bought the extended cut, like hoping it would like change my mind. And it it just, it didn't. It it's still disappointing to me, but. Uh, <laughs> but uh, all right, so, best movie no one saw. So, the, you know, a movie that you thoroughly enjoyed but maybe didn't do that great at the box office?
1: Um, um, or no one necessarily went to go watch? You know what, I, I could go a couple ways on this. Um, but in case I get to bring this one up again, I don't want to spoil, I don't want to bury the lead now. So... Um, I mean, you could you could... Name a couple different ones. I'm gonna here. go with or use it in a couple different with ways. one of the two movies that Jeff Nichols came out with this year, um, and go midnight special. Um Midnight
0: Special. What what is that? I see exactly.
1: Um <laughs> oh, oh I see what it, you did there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it has Michael Shannon, um, Joel Egerton, and a little kid in it. And um it is a movie about how the little kid has some sort of special powers that you don't... Adam Driver's in it has some sort of special powers that you don't really fully understand. Um, And it's a movie that I literally can't tell you too much about how it pans out. Um, But they kidnap him from a cult that thinks he is like this heaven-sent creature. Um, And they build a religious cult around him. And his real dad kidnaps him along with his buddy who's a cop. And they go across country to get him to this certain place... By this certain time of day, um, within a certain period of time as well, like three days later. And they have to get him there to save him because he's dying. Um, and it's just very... It doesn't look and feel 80s, but the story is like the plot of an 80s Amblin movie, like some E.T. type shit. Like they've got to get E.T. Hmm. to his spaceship and they're hiding from the government and NASA and shit. Um, Very much a chase movie like that. Um, And then anything that Michael Shannon is in, I'm a fan of. And Michael Shannon's in like every Jeff Nichols movie. For those that aren't familiar with Jeff Nichols' work, um, he did Take Shelter and Mud. Um, He did Midnight Special and then he did Loving, which just came out a couple months ago. Um, So Midnight Special, yeah. Uh, Biggest surprise. So fucking look... Look for that movie.
0: All right. Fair enough. <clears throat> I think uh for me personally, um I think it was probably BFG. Uh the BFG. That movie didn't do very well at the box office. a lot yeah. of people didn't like it. Um I didn't know you saw I it. I thought it was yeah, I mean I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, see, I mean it was go oh yeah, gay. give me a full review, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was it was all right. I mean it it wasn't it didn't like blow me away, but I like the animation style quite a bit. Yeah. But uh it kinda got just beat up at the box office like terribly. Um and I mean it it you know, it still made more than its budget, but when you take in consideration like all the like marketing and all that too, it they Disney definitely lost money on it. But um Which is weird because it right. Spielberg Right, right. And you know, typically, and I think maybe that had to do with them at least getting their money back to a degree. Because, um, I mean, if you put Spielberg's name on something, people are going to go see it. But it wasn't enough to, to, uh to, and actually, no, you know what? Scratch that, dude. Scratch that. Best movie that no one saw for me, hands down, Yoga Hosiers. Look, it's not for everybody, um but I'm just, I'm a Kevin Smith fan. I I kind of forgot about it because, again, it's not like a major motion picture, but I really liked it. And side note um, Ashley got me a signed copy of Yoga Hosiers for uh, Christmas. Oh, nice. No, not nice because the dog chewed on it before Christmas even got here. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, man. Come on, man. (laughs) On the Kevin Smith. Blu-ray? What is wrong? Yo, I lost it. I lost Well, here's the thing. So I I got home and the box was all like torn. So I knew it was like a Blu-ray, but it was still in the cardboard, so I didn't know to the extent And I I kinda got a little mad, but like it's just a Blu-ray. It's not expensive. Whatever. Ashley gets home, she's like crying, dude. Like, like so like pissed off. And I'm like, I'm like, what's the big deal? It's just a Blu ray. Like, it's cool. Like, we'll get another one, you know, whatever, whatever. And then I opened it Christmas morning and I then I lost my shit. Like I'm like two weeks later. I was like, I was like, this damn dog, are you kidding me? Damn. (laughs) Uh yeah, so, but anyway, yeah, that's, that's hands down, uh, best movie for me that no one saw, uh, next one, worst movie that everyone saw,
1: um, Suicide Squad, yeah,
0: yeah, hands down, me too, yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody saw that, and it was terrible, dude, like, that movie's not good, I'm sorry, DC, it's just, get your shit together, uh <clears throat> alright, and then, um, uh, best animated movie you might have seen this year
1: um i will go with this because i straight up asked for it for christmas and received um and say zootopia yes
0: yes dude like and i had i did not have high expectations for that because i'm not it's dreamworks right zootopia it's disney Oh, okay. It is Disney, but like a lot of times they're they're like um, if it's not Pixar, and although Pixar hasn't really been knocking them out of the park lately, but sometimes their um, like in-house animated movies just don't do it for me. But that
1: movie was sick, dude. Like it was so Zootopia's good. Zootopia like, tight, bro, and lots of references to shit too. Like you come to me on the evening. Of my yeah. daughter's wedding.
0: Yeah, the little, like, rat or whatever he was. I was he, like, fuck uh, yes.
1: It <laughs> was totally recreated Freaking the possum movie. godfather.
0: Possum, that's what he was. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that movie was great. I loved it. I, I, I go back to that movie from time to time. Um, and then, uh, <clears throat> best comic book movie
1: that you saw? Movie. Um, okay, comic book movie. Um... Dang, I already know what yours is. Um,
0: <laughs> it can be the same, I
1: mean. Uh, no, 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 I know I know it can be the same, but I just want to th- think about it. Because uh, um, I'm trying to see if there's anything obscure that I didn't take into account as being a comic book movie, you know what I mean? Um, right, yeah, I hear you. I don't think that that is a thing, so... Um, you know, I- I'll differ a little from what i know yours is going to be a not just to be contradictory but because it defied expectations a little bit this guy um i know what you're gonna say a, and go deadpool
0: oh, oh okay all right i thought <laughs> i thought because she said not to be contradictory you were gonna say batman
1: versus superman and then this podcast was gonna be over uh <laughs> if that movie was just batman um and maybe wonder woman then yeah but uh since my main beef with that movie was the way they handled doomsday. Um, no, Oh dude, dude. but, um, everything in that oh, movie sorry. up to that point, I, I liked a lot, but, um, cause that's, that's in my, that's probably my favorite Batman. No offense to anybody else's opinion, but, um, okay. but dead Deadpool. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't know a shit ton about Deadpool. Um, I knew basic stuff and I knew that it was an important project to Ryan Reynolds. Um, so as a semi, Deadpool layman, um, I was really pleasantly surprised. Word, he's gonna,
0: he's gonna come up uh, for me in one of the questions I got coming up. But, um, for me personally, best comic book movie was hands down Civil War. Uh, just the, it just felt organic, in the way that, they explained why. They're fighting each other. It made sense. Um, Oh, I have to recant my opinion. There was um, there was, um, you know, a a major plot twist that they
1: explained
0: that made sense. I mean, it just was logical to me, and it was well shot. I mean, they they killed it, dude. What are the what are those the Cohen brothers? Is that their name?
1: No. uh, What are they? It's. Their brothers, I know yeah, that yeah, much. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Russo brothers, I can't think of their names are or... Russo brothers, Cohen brothers. brothers. Jesus, that
1: would be a strange superhero Co- movie.
0: Co- <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the Russo brothers killed it, man. Like, and I can't, I, I'm so happy they're giving them Infinity War, too. I mean, I feel like, I feel like they're gonna knock that out of the park. Yeah. But uh, Civil War
1: was like lights out for me. I got to recant my opinion. It's what's why is that because there's only one movie that I saw two days in a row this year and that movie was Doctor Strange oh uh, okay and then, yeah Doctor Strange was good and we reviewed Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange so I don't need to dive into it but Doctor Strange is definitely my favorite comic book movie of the year
0: yeah alright solid pick solid pick alright worst comic book movie you saw this year
1: Suicide Squad <laughs> Hey y'all, look, just with fuck that movie, I'm okay? Just
0: fuck that movie. I'm not, I'm not trying to make this like, <laughs> but I mean, damn, they're getting the worst everything this year for me. Like, <laughs> it was bad, man. That that's all. I, I mean, I hate say, that I have to dude.
1: do it because, like, the director David Ayer, like all of his stuff up to that point, I was like, this guy is makes gritty ass fucking movies, yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah. Suicide Squad was like, I don't know that he actually directed this movie. I have a hard time believing but, that. But
0: realistically, wasn't it only, like, his third major motion picture? No.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh... No. He'd, no, he'd worked with big-name people a number of times on movies. Like, he did an old movie right. called Hard Times with Christian Bale, um fury for all intents and purposes was a pretty big that movie it movie was great um i liked that movie yeah a lot. and he worked with a lot of faces in that movie so it wasn't like he didn't know how to control egos or anything of which i don't think was an issue of, on suicide squad end of watch that movie was end great. Of, dude um, that movie one of the best endings hit in, in the fields dude yeah
0: Michael Pena, oh man, Jill and Hall. Mm. Uh, but interestingly enough, and we haven't had a chance to talk about this, but um, he's got the new, he's going to be directing the Gotham City Sirens. So the Harley Quinn spinoff is going to be So here's out. my hope for
1: that. So they know that Harley Quinn will sell. Um, I hope that they let David Ayer do the movie. So I don't want to hear any more stories of drama on a set <clears throat> again. I don't want to hear that shit. I want to hear that everything was cool. When there's reshoots, I want to hear that it's the regular-ass reshoots, not because they're adding or doing shit to the story. I just want right, them to let right. David Ayer make, make his fucking movie.
0: I kind of feel like maybe that's part of the reason why they're giving it to him. They're like, hey, we kind of screwed you over a little bit. Uh, we stepped in when maybe we shouldn't have, and we learned a lesson, so we'll give you another you know, bat at the plate maybe. Well, that and all uh, they care about and- is money. Well, that too, of course. I mean, but obviously you knew from the get-go they were going to do a Harley Quinn movie. Um, It seemed initially the logical movie would be Harley Quinn and Joker. And I think possibly that they didn't go that route just because of the drama that happened with Jared Leto. And I mean, possibly even involving David Ayer as well. I mean, uh, who knows? But um, I think that's, in my opinion, I'm reaching here. But in my opinion, that's why they went Gotham City Sirens route instead of... Like mad love route, or something to that effect, but uh anyways, back to the topic at ham uh yeah, so worst combo movie hands down suicide squad, they get the worst of everything that we're going to say um movie m- movie that you watch with the most annoying lead character, so uh, hold on let me let me rephrase that movie you enjoyed with the most annoying lead character, huh, that's weird, um. I, kinda, I kind of I kind of created and posed this question just for one purpose in one movie. Uh, Rob Rob Zombies 31. Um hmm, I'm I thought that was going to be your best movie no one saw but I'm, Go ahead.
1: S- no offense to her, no offense to him, but Sherry Moon Zombie was not strong enough to be the lead of that movie and in turn and he insists in
0: putting her on
1: in every movie yeah and that and that doesn't bother me as much either you know there's directors that do that type of shit um and and even if it is just because it's his wife so what if that's what gets her rocks off and helps him get his rocks off more power to them that's good for their relationship i'm not gonna fault him for that but just I, uh, and you know he he had to make a super low budget movie it was like mostly crowdfunded um and and it was it's an amazing feat. That's one of the reasons I love it is cuz it was crowdfunded and it looks the way it does. Um but just her as the lead character um, in this particular instance um was just kind of tough for me. She did Lords of Salem, but that movie's so um batshit crazy that it didn't really hurt it um that she was the lead, but this movie needed someone to be your fucking uh your fucking Sigourney Weaver and Alien and she wasn't on that level.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. I can't really express an opinion cuz I haven't seen it. Um but I'll take your word for it. Uh <clears throat> for me, hands down, the reason why I made this question and this is going to sound odd, so don't crucify me before I actually explain, but for me it was Deadpool. Like <laughs> Look, man, I like the movie. I I thoroughly like the movie. But there comes a point in time where when every joke is about my balls or sex or that crude humor, I'm just – it's not really my type of humor. And I'm just – I'm almost – and it's not so much like it was – I enjoyed this movie because it was fresh and we hadn't seen that type of thing before. But I think I'm more so worried about – if they go the exact same route or possibly the same formula in Deadpool two, it it could get a little stale, then I, then a little I, more stale. But I got to
1: pose a challenge to you then. So then, why why is that enjoyable for you, Kevin Smith movie after Kevin Smith movie? Yoga hoser's withstanding. Oh, uh, that's an interesting point. <laughs> Just something to think about. You don't got to an answer for everyone, but
0: well, because. I don't, I, I guess. Because even Kev Smith me, will
1: admit that that's his humor.
0: Well, right. But, and, and I've said this before. Um, I, and this is nothing personal, and maybe it is to a degree a little personal. I don't, I just, I don't like Ryan Reynolds as an actor. <laughs> I mean, <that's, laughs> I that would be more fair of an assessment, I feel like. I, I, like, I don't, I, I, besides Deadpool, I haven't liked him in a single movie. Like, I'm sorry. I just, it's not, he's, uh, I'm not. to yeah. yeah I'm not no, that's a more a bashing, I could get on board but, with that. Uh, I'm not going to turn it into a bashing, but yeah, I mean, I guess that that obviously played into it a little bit for me. Um, but <clears throat> all right. So, and then lastly, best overall movie of 2016.
1: Um. Lastly, in the movie category, at least for me, this got like this. I was thinking about this earlier because I figured this would be at least the one question that I knew you would ask, and. Um, for me, it's tough because there's two that I want to say for distinct differences, and it, so as somebody that like lives and breathes movies, like I literally like will hinge for relationships with people on movies. Like I'll be like, hey, I want to see this movie with you. Like that's my connection to cinemas. How strong it is, and if I don't see a movie with that person and they see it without me, I get I get bummed. Sometimes it's just how connected i am with that particular art form um and so i have distinguished the difference between a movie and a film um a film being something that isn't pretentious but is a more like the oscars are going to point at and be like okay this we count this um and a movie is something that the oscars aren't looking at for anything um so without giving too much uh insight into anything and stretching it longer than it needs to be I'd say like movie wise green room um okay and if I was to pick something that was like a film and that the awesome the Academy's looking at going this is amazing work then it would be and this is why I didn't bury the lead earlier it would be Jeff Nichols second film this year loving um about Richard and Mildred loving who were the first uh legally married interracial comp- uh couple in our country um in the 60s and how they got the supreme court to rule that interracial marriage must be accepted in all countries or all states throughout the united states as a legal institution um it's just a true story that i wasn't super familiar with um and i learned a lot from it and then the acting was phenomenal it's got ruth nega who plays tulip in preacher um who is also the queen in warcraft by the way um but uh, she's she's perfect, man. Like I'll watch her in anything at this point. Um, yeah, she's good. She's and good. like her eyes, when I they stare deep into my soul. Um, it's getting weird now. And then, and then <laughs> Joel Edgerton as her husband in the movie. Um, his physical acting in this movie was just like unreal. Just so subtle. And as an actor, I was like, fuck, like this dude's all in on this part. Um, so if not just for the sentimental value of the movie and what it meant to me as someone that's super liberal in that sense about those types of things, marriage and things like that, um, that meant a lot, but then also just the performances. Um, and I think that the director, Jeff Nichols is an American icon treasure that a lot of people don't know about his brother for a lot of people might know his brother a little more. His brother's Ben Nichols. Who's the vocalist of a band called Lucero. Um,
0: interesting yeah
1: and so yeah that that was that's my my kind of cheating answer well there you go so you
0: heard it ladies and gentlemen that was the wait you didn't say what yours was right no i know that was the writer and actors um you know obviously well formulated and thought out answer to me it was far more straightforward i like civil war just because it was fun (laughs) <laughs> like i don't
1: know i don't know what hey. To tell
0: you. To, but hey look man like personally and i might get some shit for saying this but i this this wasn't a good year for movies for me i there there just wasn't a lot uh, i felt like all the major motion pictures not all, all of them but many of them were um You know, disappointing to a degree. I didn't think that there was any standout. I thought 2015 was hands down a much better year in film. I mean, like you had The Revenant, you had Steve Jobs, highly underrated movie, in my opinion. Like there was just some good films that came out last year. Um, But this this year, not so much. Um, So I just I like that movie. I thought it was fun. I'm attached to the characters, so they have a sentimental value to me. Um, And that's that. So uh <clears throat> excuse me. Television. Let's get on to it. Best single episode of a TV series you watched this year.
1: Best single episode? Yes. Um San Junipero from Black Mirror. Um mm. not a huge Black Mirror fan. Um I think that it is incredibly overrated um they make the same point episode after episode technology is bad technology is bad um but this episode i i've wrote i've written a review for it on facebook just because i wanted people to watch it um just and i think i actually i did i reviewed it in an episode i recorded for my by myself that i ended up not releasing because of a varying array of issues but Um, life. Yeah. But, um, just real quick, it, it's the most touching episode of a show that I've seen in a very long time. Um, and it was a very eighties, uh, vibed episode. And I've probably said it a few times on the show. Like if it's got the feel of the eighties, um, then I'm, I'm on top of it. Um, and, uh, it was just, It was an episode about finding love in a really strange place, but then they did it in a really unconventional way um, and kind of explain life after death in a really strange, peculiar, futuristic way as well. So if you've got Netflix and you're hesitant about watching Black Mirror, skip all the way to season three and watch San Junipero. uh, Yeah, and that's
0: that's one of those shows that you don't you don't have to watch in order. Not yeah. almost recommend not to. Like I would recommend maybe just googling like what the best episodes are and maybe just watching those because you. It's one of the shows that like if you hit a like a episode that you don't like or it's kind of bad, like you you might like kind of get turned off and not get to a good episode. Yeah. Um. So that that's cool. I I, I can't say that I've actually gotten to that episode because that that actually kind of happened to me. Like, um, but where I kind of got turned off from the show for a little bit, but I'm going to come back to it. So I'll keep that in mind when I do. Um, but for me personally, <clears throat> I don't remember the name of the episode, but episode seven of Westworld. Um, so, and interestingly enough, and part of the reason why this is my favorite uh, episode I've seen is, uh, and I'll get into what it's about here in a second, but uh, I've been watching the show already. I kind of wanted to to spend some more time away from it before I went back to it, but Ashley wanted to watch it so I uh I'm I'm getting through it with her and it's funny dude because after the first episode she didn't she decided she didn't like the show and so I've been forcing her to watch the show the entire time. She hates it. She doesn't like it at all. What the fuck? Kind of exactly dude, it kind of blows my mind. A How does bit. she
1: like Game of Thrones and not Westworld?
0: uh yeah no no idea no idea um but so anyways that's the episode that you uh you find out that uh, spoilers sorry big spoilers here because i know this is a this is a you know heavy heavy show that people are into so um but um that's the episode you find out bernard is a host and although i knew going into this show episode one somebody somebody one of these main characters whether it's bernard or uh ford or somebody is going to be a host just because that's the, the premise of the show that's yeah. the direction of the show but when it hit me dude like they did such a good job of tr- like like making you care on the side of the robots as a p- or on the side of the host rather than the side of the people yeah absolutely. that like when it when it happened dude it just hit me in the feels i just jeffrey wright's so freaking good dude, dude he's
1: he's a beast yeah jeffrey wright's a beast and
0: so when that happened dude like i, I lost it like like wa- watery <laughs> yeah. like big baby style dude like um so
1: anyways worst
0: tv show you watch
1: more than one episode of worst tv show i watched more than one episode of oh yeah um dang i usually stop after an episode if i don't like the shit um, <laughs> I mean,
0: maybe, maybe you think it's good, but
1: critically it's not, I, that type of thing. I mean, I'll go probably reverse of that. Uh, critics like it. I don't, I, I'll say also a uh, black mirror in general. Um, mm, you know, I, okay. just, I, like I said, I, I legitimately just overall think that it's repetitive despite every episode being a standalone story, I think the themes are just too repetitive and I, I fall asleep most of the time because it's so monotonous. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the other reason I liked San Junipero so much is it was one of the few that I was awake the whole time. It was like, this is engaging. <laughs> this is engaging. This is special stuff right here. This is very special. Um, for me, uh, for me, it's arrow. I mean, it's not, it, dude. I haven't watched been. that in a couple of years. Yeah.
0: It's because it's bad. Like, trust me. And like, I don't, I don't even know why. Like, I started to watch it initially, like, earlier this year. To, I just, I gave up. It's not a good show. I, I, I'm i done with it. Um, character in a TV show you were happiest to see die.
1: Happiest to see die. Um, yes. Let me think. Um, hold on, I got to look at my TV shows that I got for Christmas. Um Okay, none of them. Um, all right, a spo- <laughs> super big spoilers again. Obviously, we're talking about death. Um, I'm gonna say Ford, and not because um, not because I'm watching oh. Westworld like watching Westworld like man, fuck Ford because you know it's Sir Anthony Hopkins, so you don't really hate him regardless right. of how bad he is. Um, but uh, it was just such a rewarding, interesting TV moment. When she fucking walks up behind him, and you know yeah. at this point that she is Wyatt, yeah. um, and she walk, walks up behind him in front of all these people, and then fucking murders him. But is it murder yeah. because he programmed her to do it technically? Um, so it's like what? But oh, to so me, so and good. this is just my
0: my own personal theory i don't even because i have i've stayed away from westworld theories on purpose because i don't want to know what's going to happen i don't even want to have a like an inkling of any anything that might possibly happen but i don't think he's dead dog like who's to say that wasn't a ford host you know what i'm saying that he created just for that scene i, I mean the, he's manipulated like the board so much to get everything he's wanted to this point who's to say he he didn't do that like again, I like
1: I, don't, I don't know. That's just I think we can go on. We like we didn't do our episode right, right. on Westworld. I'm,
0: gonna, um, I'm and, gonna stay away from that, but that's just my two cents. I
1: I don't think that's the case, but yeah, let's go, let's continue. Uh, my,
0: mine was uh, my I, I don't even I can't even recall her name right now. But the chick in Westworld that um, that Bernard was like hooking up with. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was so happy that bitch died, dude. Like, <laughs> like think about it, dude. Like she was screwing this guy that he was becoming emotionally attached and she clearly wasn't because then she tells him because it could jeopardize her job she basically tells him to kick rocks then she sets up a fake like like scenario where a host kills another host gets him fired right all because all because she wants to keep her job like like I'm glad you fucking died, dude. Like, <laughs> I hope you burn in hell, man. Uh, like, just because she had no idea he was a host the whole time, and she's just treating him like garbage, man. Like he didn't deserve that. Yeah. But anyways, man, that's just my. Again, I'm I'm going tangent, but. Um, all right. Character in a TV show you were uh, you can't
1: wait to see die. Character in a TV show I can't wait to see die. Um. Um, shit again looking at what i have um so many people that listen to this that i don't understand good drama will probably say negan and that's not right that's not right. like the route that i really want to go um preacher didn't leave anyone i want to die fargo's a different thing um me personally and
0: maybe this will give you an idea yeah. but me, it's Carl. Like, I know he's not dead in the books, but he's just so annoying, dude. Like, jeez. Is he annoying in the books? Uh, to a degree, but not nearly as much in the show, dude. Like, he just... Would you say it's the know. actor's fault or the writers? Uh, I, I'd i say the... I mean, I'd say the writers. I, I, I don't think Chandler Riggs is a terrible actor. Obviously, he's a kid actor. He's not fully... I think he's still honing his acting skills but um, just the way that they kind of portray yeah. portray that character and I'm
1: behind on Walking Dead character. so I I uh, I don't have a f- whole lot of insight into that situation right now but um, shit care. you
0: can just agree then yours is Carl as well
1: I I, yeah, I will just say I agree like you did earlier because <laughs> I'm going uh, str- to struggle with this one so yeah
0: lastly best overall show 2016
1: <sighs> this was tough um, because I mine's easy. I mean, I know what yours is. Um, but and and I'm almost inclined to, to say the same. But also, um, I think I know what you're gonna say. But go ahead. Well, I I think you know what I'm gonna say too. But it's a struggle between a couple things. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be objective here. I'm gonna be objective, and. This is a show that I believe it, the way it was is it started in 2015, ended in 2016. So since it ended in 2016, I'm gonna count it as 2016. That's fine. Um, and say Fargo year two. Um, okay.
0: I'm still haven't watched the show. I know it's great. Everybody loves it.
1: Yeah, but. and the thing is, is that Fargo is another show that you don't have to have watched the first season to enjoy the second. Um. Because the second season is about a character in the first season, but 30 years before the first season. Um, So there's no crossover. Um, Just the second season is based off of a small passing comment made in the first season. So watching the first season isn't going to be like, oh, that was so rewarding to see the passing comment. Um, No, it's just, it's just, I'd almost say watch it in reverse. Then you kind of watch it as a, like a sequel when you watch the second or the first season. Um, Okay. But everyone in it was great. You got fucking Jesse Plemons um, from Friday Night Lights and uh, Breaking Bad. Um, Kirsten Dunst in the role of her lifetime, and she didn't get acknowledged for it, and it drives me crazy. Um, And then you've got, uh, what's his name? Night Owl, and he's about to be the bad guy in... Aquaman. You know what I'm talking Patrick. Patrick Wilson. Um, yeah, 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 And Patrick Wilson. He's pretty good. Yeah. I, I, there's a whole bunch of people that when you watch it, you're like, oh, man, they're in this, they're in this. Um, so, yeah, Fargo, year, year two. Um, watch that shit. Okay. Cool, cool.
0: Uh, it's kind of off the... Uh, Beaten path. Off the path a bit. I don't think, you know, because like you said, it hasn't gotten a lot of acknowledgement. I know it's a great show, but... Uh, I wasn't expecting that. Um, me, it's easy. I think I've already talked about it enough, but it's Westworld. Like, and especially like watching it a second time, I'm starting to pick up some of the like small nuances that I didn't, you know, initially. Because there's, it's such a tightly wound, intertwined show that like, you know, you can you begin to appreciate it more so like when you when you watch it again and. It's, it's just brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliantly shot. It's brilliantly written. The acting's phenomenal. I just, I, I love it, dude. Yeah. It's it's such a good show. And that was, and I'd say if this was a category, um, it's it was the most surprising show for me because I didn't, like, it kind of came on quick for me. I was like, oh shit, they're making this show. Okay, cool. It looks kind of cool. Um, I'd never seen the original, uh, but, you know, it's got JJ stamp on it, it's got Nolan's stamp on it. Um, the aesthetic looks cool, like all right, tight. But I didn't have high expectations because I didn't know much about it, and then yeah. just <laughs> just blew my mind. Absolutely, away, dude. Like, I agree. Like it's totally like it's it's just a phenomenal show. So uh, I just want to point out before we go on to the next segment, it's about like 277 degrees in this room I'm yeah. podcasting in right now, and my fan's broken for whatever reason. Uh, but that doesn't that doesn't uh, add up well when you um, just came from the gym. You, you So sweat on top of sweat. It's a, it's a situation. <laughs> just a side note. Uh, so, all right. And real. I got three more for you. And these are kind of random. But both things that we uh, are into. And I felt like they needed to be acknowledged for 2016. Best comic book of 2016. And it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, a, I'm I'm gonna kind of expand this one. Doesn't have to have started in 2016. Maybe you just got around to reading it. Maybe there's an arc in 2016 that you liked. Just best comic that you enjoyed this year.
1: All right, cool story, bro. Tokyo Ghost.
0: Damn, that was quick. I had a feeling you'd say that. Though I think that started in 2015, so I had to set the preface. Um, for me, it's Paper Girls, which also started down. in
1: 2015. So
0: it did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I had to say that. Um it's just it's phenomenal, dude. I love Brian K. Vaughn. Um I can't say enough about it. It's just totally good. And it's got that eighties aesthetic that you're a fanboy of. Yeah. Um Best Video Game 2016. Uh, if you don't say what I what what I feel like you should say, we might end this podcast right now.
1: I think we're I mean we're gonna match up because it it it's something it's something that we love to hate um and we <laughs> yes, hate to love. I just yeah, knocked absolutely. the shit out of my desk. Um, but we all always go back to it because it's so replayable. Uh, and that is Overwatch. For sure.
0: I've, I love that game. I fucking hate that game. Yeah, here, yeah. But I love it. Well, yeah, we'll be like, dude, it let's it, fucking though, so get much. on
1: some Overwatch. And we'll play it for two hours. And at the end of the two hours, we're like, fuck this fucking game. <laughs> um, and it's <laughs> I, like, I <laughs> we're not even the worst players in the world. Danny's great. And um, if I and doing all right in a round, then I can be yeah, the best John healer in role. the game. But in... Uh,
0: and just a uh, side note, um, I got James Overwatch for Christmas, so now there's no excuse not to have a little oh. uh, a three team. I am but I can't dying wait to, to see how that goes. I can't wait to goes. hear, <laughs> hear his reactions, dude. <laughs> um, oh, man. It just – for those of you that know James, he's an extremely animated person, and then when he starts dying in video games, it's about yeah. tenfold. Like, he just flips out. He, uh, he's uh, got to understand <laughs>
1: that we have very specific roles, so. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lastly,
0: best album that came out in 2016?
1: Uh, trophy Ice. Um, oh. Chemical Miracle.
0: Damn, look at you. Okay. I just want to point out that I put John on that bend i'm just taking credit for it hey I'm, I'm giving you credit <laughs> I,
1: I think i text you I, I i was appreciative of that or something a while back
0: <laughs> um, no it's a great album I, and that's probably if this is a category that was the uh best band i discovered in 2016 yeah hands down fucking terrific because uh, i'd never never even heard of them and bro, then uh, just that one song dude
1: like, pouring, oh, yeah. apparently they're oh. huge in australia um like
0: I don't doubt it like, like they're going they're, on
1: tour with Jimmy Eat World as the the co-headliner. Damn. Yeah. There you go. Which is a weird combo, go. but whatever. Yeah. But
0: hey, I'm I feel like they're the type of band that can tour with really any type of music yeah, though.
1: Yeah, that's the cool thing about it. But uh
0: for me and I just want to point out that 2016 for me was the year of hip hop. Like I have always been a hip hop fan, um but like I you know, I I gravitate towards other types of music as well. Um, and recently, I'd say in the past year or two, uh, I may have gravitated a little bit away away from hip-hop. But, like, 2016, like, threw me right back in it, dude. Like, so, hands down for me, best album was Coloring Book, Chance the Rapper. Um, just so good, man. Like, I, I just constantly go back to it. It's the type of album that I literally will put on and just have, like, the biggest smile on my face um, start to finish, dude. Like, it's just it's a great album okay yeah I definitely um, agree
1: with uh, those sentiments
0: so um, other than that uh, that's that's our 2016 roundup hey, uh, that's, 2016, that's all I got yeah
1: 2016 you were a son of a bitch in a number of ways
0: oh uh, yeah man you took dude if you look back and you think about all the all the actors and
1: everybody that we lost
0: in 2016. This was a brutal year. It was. The We're Reaper still trying dude. to get like, over
1: Robin Williams from three years ago, and they're over here, like, right. killing everybody they're else. They're over here. They're
0: killing uh, freaking uh, Willy Wonka and Princess Leia and all these Prince? icons that we love, oh. dude. Like, Prince, like, God, Jesus, dude. Did Bowie die this year? Or last Bowie year?
1: died, like, right before Prince did.
0: Jesus,
1: man. Yeah. Come on, 2016.
0: Fucking brutal. Um, but anyways, uh, I think that's that's about all I got, dude. You got anything for me? Got any uh, shout-outs, plugs,
1: anything like that? I don't have any shout-outs this week, not at this time. Once I get back into the groove of the real world down south, I might have some stuff next week.
0: Cool, cool, coolio. Uh,
1: as always, find us on Facebook,
0: Twitter, Instagram, you name it. Um everything across all social media at the pool network
1: and ask us uh, questions we wanna,
0: yeah we want to hear from you um, we got some we got some responses from the last episode um, we'll uh, save those for next episode but yeah we're, we're looking to maybe start a little letters yeah, feedback a little section, mailbox so.
1: section so hit us up with some <laughs> shit
0: yeah 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 and uh, other than that as always peace. peace this has been a
1: pool network production for your latest dose of movies, television, and whatever the fuck. Tune in each Wednesday, and since we know you just can't get enough, don't forget
0: to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for information on new shows and events.